Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Wednesday episode of Flippin' Bass, where we're going to talk some of the best remaining storylines in the game of baseball. Today, we were going to have Julio Rodriguez on the show, as I mentioned a couple times on Monday and Tuesday. But in full disclosure, scheduling baseball players in the middle of a season is very difficult. And we will have Julio on at some point, but we had to reschedule. And uh, yeah, the nature of the business and having a show and wanting to talk to players during the season. So stuff happens, the show rolls on, and so are we. Talking top storylines in the game of baseball. We got five, and they're going to come down to the stretch here. So I am, as I've said before, really, really excited about the state of baseball for the last month of the year because, man, is there a lot happening. There's a lot of really tight races. There's a lot of good MVP races, division races. There's just a lot going on. So does it suck that Julio's not on today? Of course. Absolutely. Sucks for me, sucks for you, but stuff happens and we will be fine and we'll get him on at some point. So let's have a fun show. Let's get to it. Fly ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field and gone. What a game, what a moment. Happy Wednesday, my friends. We have a lot to talk about still because we are entering what is the last month of the year. September is basically here and now it is a full go. Yes, the baseball season is is a marathon. It's not a sprint, but at this point it's becoming a sprint and there is a lot that is it is all going to come down to. So let's start. I got five storylines that I will be paying attention to for the rest of the year. These are what I think is the top five biggest things to be on the lookout for. So let's start with number five. I have the NL MVP race. Now I think the MVP race in the National League for the majority of the season, I think has been a blowout. It's been Ronald Acuna Jr.'s and really, there was nobody even close. Well, that has changed because of the last month. It has become quite the race. In fact, Mookie Betts has now become the odds-on favorite to win the award, though it, it's, it's basically neck and neck. It's, it's anybody's to win at this point. But this is what I'm locked in on down the stretch. Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna Jr. both having fantastic years. Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to end up going 30-70 this year 30 60 for sure 40 70 is a possibility you'd have to turn it up power wise but i i really think we're going to see a 30 70 year which we haven't seen before so we're getting that on the other side of things you have mookie mookie bats in the midst of the best august that he's ever had he's leading the national league in war leading the national league in ops there's no doubt he's having a great season ronald acuna is doing what he's doing by the way it's not just a power and speed combination he's also hitting 335 on the season for me personally with the historic season doing something that's never been done while hitting 335 on the year 
I still think I would have uh, Ronald Acuna as the slight favorite right now. But let's not forget, ab- about a month ago, I said, hey, this, this, NL, this NL MVP race isn't completely locked up, everyone. I feel like it's a little closer than people think. And brought up Mookie Betts and brought up Freddie Freeman and was told, oh my God, how could you say that? It's completely wrapped up. Well, Mookie just had the greatest August he's had and look at what we're seeing now. So NL MVP race down the stretch between Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts, and even Freddie Freeman. It's going to be wild. And both of these teams are vying for, you know, I I think the one seed is... I I think the Braves are going to get the one seed unless something drastic happens. But both of these teams playing for the one seed. They got their superstars playing great. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Next up, number four for me, the MLB home run chase. I think we know who's going to win in both leagues. I think it's going to be Shohei Otani in the American League and Matt Olson in the National League. But here we sit on... August 29th at the time of recording this and Shohei Otani is at 44 home runs. Matt Olson is at 43. The natural question becomes who's going to win. And then the conversation becomes, can they get to 50? I think 50 is a phenomenal m- number. And I've started saying this over the last couple of months when people are le- asking me is, is Shohei going to get to 60 homers? Could Matt Olson get to 60 homers? I just feel like the number 60 is crazy. And we're only talking about it more so now because of what Aaron Judge did last year. Aaron Judge won the MVP award last year because he hit over 60 home runs. And that's the only way you're going to take away the MVP award last year or this year from Shohei Otani. 50 is a remarkable number. And I think both of these guys have a chance of getting to 50. I think both of them should get to 50. It'd be very impressive. And then it becomes, well, who's going to, who's going to hit more homers. And uh, I think, I I think with every, all the news lately of Shohei, that becomes a little trickier. What's going to happen with his arm, with his UCL, is surgery involved there? I know, I know 50 home runs is something that he wants. Um, so does he stick it out until that? Uh, does Matt Olson pass him? Obviously the dominant lineup there in Atlanta. I, I just am really excited watching these two kind of duke it out, though they're on opposite coasts, opposite leagues, but they know where each other are. I guarantee you they both know where each other are in the home run chase at any given time. So that's number four for me, the home run chase in Major League Baseball. Number three, the NL Wild Card race. For so many different reasons. One, it's extremely tight. You have five teams within three games of each other. The Phillies are, you don't want to say a lock, but the Phillies are in the number one seed in the wild card race, and they're up four and a half games. They look to be sitting pretty. But then after that, you have the Cubs in the two seed by a half a game. You have the D-backs that third seed. Then you have the Giants, a half game back. Then the Reds, one and a half back. Then the Marlins, two and a half back. You have five teams. All, you know, if you were to, all of these, if you were to tell these teams at the beginning of the year that when the calendar turns September, the race for a wild card is certainly within your hands. The Cubs, the D-backs, the Giants, the Reds, and the Marlins. And I, I think that's what's part of making this game of 
the baseball so exciting this year is you have all of these teams that maybe some of them didn't expect to be good and are, or some of them are just smaller market, really exciting teams, and you have them all fighting for a spot. I think that's part of why we're seeing attendance this year in baseball skyrocket from where it was last year and be it at on, on the best pace to improve since 1998 when uh, when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire were doing their thing. So the NL wildcard race, five teams within three games. Obviously, that is one of the best storylines coming down the stretch. Number two for me, the Orioles. Can the Baltimore Orioles hold down the top seed and in the American League? And more than that, can the Orioles win the division. You know, yeah, the top seed is in their grasp, but the the Rays are hot on their heels. And I think this is going to be huge for the Baltimore Orioles. As many of you know, I talk to John Smoltz every single Saturday. This Saturday, we talked a lot about the Orioles and what the Felix Bautista injury does to them. But one thing that stood out to me, what he said is with Felix Bautista, he felt they were the favorites in the American League. Now, that's quite the statement. So I asked, well, did, did their pitching staff and their rotation not worry you at all when it comes playoff time? And one thing he talked about is the importance of getting that number one seed, especially for a team like the Orioles. But we will see if they are able to, to hold down that spot and to, to get the number one seed in the American League. Or is it going to be... The, the Mariners, is it going to be the Astros, the Rangers, the Rays? I think all of those are in play at this point in the AL. So we will see what happens there. And number one for me, the number one storyline topic that we need to talk about coming down the stretch is the AL West and that race. I think we're in store for one of the best divisional finishes that we've seen in a long, long time. Yes, we've gotten good finishes. We've gotten, you know, an extra game in a season as a tiebreaker, and that's all been great. But we have three teams involved here, and they're all doing different things, right? You have at the at the top, as of now, the Seattle Mariners, who have had the best 50-game stretch since 2003 for them. They've been the best, most exciting team in the second half. They're on a historic pace, and so is Julio. And then you have the Rangers, who are going in the complete opposite direction. At one point, the Rangers had a 10-game lead in the division over the Mariners, and that went away in a month. That's, that is wild, but that's two teams going in two different directions. The Mariners going up, the Rangers going down, and then you have the Astros right there as well, currently tied with the Rangers. And they're all within a game of each other, but the Astros have been a team of really high ups and really low downs. And they're just kind of not really low downs. That's not fair to say because they're still in a fight for that potential one seed in the American League. But really high ups and they look like the World Series team that they, they are and a World Series contender that I believe they are as well. But there's times where they just like lay a couple of eggs in a row and you're like, what is, what's going on with this team and why aren't they performing better? And then they'll come out and, you know, get 50 some hits in a two game span or three game span and look like the, the Astros that everybody thought they could be. So the AL West to me is, 
it's going to be the most exciting finish down the stretch. And then when you look at the schedule, when you look at how close these teams are entering the last month of the season, and then you look at the Seattle Mariners schedule and see that their last 10 games is a series with the Rangers, a series with the Astros, and then a series with the Rangers. The, the AOS race that is so exciting is all going to come down to that final 10 games of the season. And I'm pumped to see it. I'm excited to see how this finishes out. But one guy that I know is going to have a big uh, fingerprint on that race is Julio Rodriguez, who, again, we're going to get on the show at some point. Got to reschedule, but he was going to be today's guest, and we will get him at some point, and that's going to be fun. And he's in the midst of uh, the most historic, uh, one of the most historic stretches we've ever seen, but we have never seen a player get 17 hits in a four-game span like Julio has done. And it's that, that, that was last week, and it's just continued on. Monday night, another four-hit game. He hit a homer. The guys hit a homer in three straight games. I mean, it's... He's on another planet right now, and I am excited to talk to him about what is going on with him at the plate in that locker room for the Mariners and how they were able to turn it all around because they have, and he's been a huge reason for that. So those are all the storylines coming down the stretch. The NL MVP race, the MLB home run chase, the NL wildcard race, the Orioles. Can they hold down that number one seed with all these teams at their heels? And of course, the AL West race. So thank you all for listening to this Wednesday episode. As always, we will be back live tomorrow recording our Flippin' Bat show that will come out afterwards. But Thursdays, we record those live and you can watch them live on social media. But thank you all for listening to this Wednesday episode. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it for this Wednesday episode. The final month of the season is about to begin and it is going to be wild and you can hear everything that happens right here on Flipping Bat. So until tomorrow, my friends, that does it. Peace.